This is an Equity Mates Media podcast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Equity Mines! I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, a podcast that follows our journey of investing. Whether you're an absolute beginner or approaching Warren Buffett status, our aim is to help break down barriers from beginning to dividend. My name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How's it going? I'm very good, Bryce. Excited to be here for this bonus episode of Equity Mates. Uh, we've done a few episodes on tax, but the questions keep coming thick and fast. So we thought we'd do another bonus episode and we've got the top of uh, Australian tax experts joining us today. That's right. We, um, we're we joined by Tim Lowe, who is the Assistant Commissioner for Individuals and Intermediaries at the Australian Tax Office. Uh, Tim, welcome. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Ren. Thanks, Bryce. Uh, it's great to be here with you guys. Hope you guys are going okay in lockdown over in Sydney. Likewise, and uh, same to all of our Equity Mates community as well. Hope everyone's doing well. Um, it's great to have you with us. We can't say no when the ATO calls. So uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to focus the next sort of 10 or 15 minutes on um, crypto and tax specifically, and then touch on some common mistakes around tax time and a few tips for deductions as well. But I know that everyone in the Equity Mates community are doing their tax returns at the moment. And the question around how we think about crypto particularly keeps coming up. So given that Ren um, is trying to uh, figure out ways to avoid tax on the crypto <laughs> side of things. <laughs> I'll let you kick it off. Tim, I'll have you know, Bryce is uh, completely off base there. Um, <laughs> but I guess if we if we start generally, you know, a lot of the questions that we get here at Equity Mates are around uh, cryptocurrency. For a lot of Equity Mates, this is the first year where cryptocurrency forms part of their tax return. So I guess generally, what should all of the Equity Mates community know about the tax implications of investing in cryptocurrency? Yeah, good question, mate. Uh, look, look, like many regulators around the world, the ATO has had to respond to crypto and consider how to treat it under our existing tax frameworks. But one myth out there is that you know crypto is only taxable when you um, convert it to Australian dollars, or even um, not even taxable at all. So it's a myth we wanted to bust. Uh, and the way we see cryptocurrency, it's like an investment. So think of it like shares or ETFs. And so when you swell, sell, swap or exchange cryptocurrency, there are capital gains tax consequences associated with that, that transaction. 
So, Tim, you mentioned they're swapping cryptocurrency, and I think this is a uh, common question and something uh, that a lot of people may get wrong. Uh, let's say I am swapping one cryptocurrency for another. So, I've got some Bitcoin, and I use the Bitcoin to buy Dogecoin. Is that uh, is that in itself a taxable event? Yeah, that's right. It is a taxable event, Ren. So, you know, if you dispose of, you know, the Bitcoin for the Dogecoin, um, you, you effectively disposed of one capital gains tax asset for another. So what you need, what you've done is effectively receive property, which has a value, you know, instead of money, uh, in return for your, for your Bitcoin. And so what you need to do is effectively work out the market value of the Dogecoin at the time you exchanged it, um, and account for it in Australian dollars. So, Depending on the price that you originally purchased the Bitcoin will determine your effective, effective capital gain. So if you bought you know, crypto in April for 40K and then you sold it today for 52K, um, the capital gain would be effectively $12,000. So, Tim, there are plenty of stories going around in crypto forums about the way in which uh, cryptocurrency is or could be taxed. You know, there's the, the for personal use or hobbies, treated as a capital asset or maybe treated as a currency. Given that we've got you here to settle this debate, in the eyes of the ATO, how is crypto taxed? Well, generally speaking, right, you know, we, we think of crypto as an investment as, asset, as I said before. So we regard it as a capital capital asset for tax purposes. And so typically speaking, capital gains tax consequences arise out of it, but really depends on the in your facts and circumstances. So uh, as I said before, if you acquire, uh, acquire the crypto as an investment, then CGT consequences would apply. But look, if you if you're say for example, you know, in the business of trading in cryptocurrencies, um, you know, the treatment will be different. So you treat it as income uh, and potentially as trading stock, and so different uh, tax outcomes apply there. So if you if you say trading in it, um, you wouldn't be entitled to things like the capital gains tax discount. Mm. I think uh, it's important to note that when you talk about uh, capital gains tax consequences, uh, it's important to keep in mind that if you lost money on crypto, which we know a lot of people have, uh, it's a similar treatment as shares and you can claim that capital loss. So uh, use it to your benefit. That's right, Rand. So you can offset against other, you know, cryptocurrency gains that you made during the year. And you can also offset against any you know, capital gains that you might have made in relation to your shares or ETFs that you disposed of during the, the year as well. So like you said, exactly right. You can use that to your benefit as well. Now, Tim, Bryce has uh, slandered me at the start of this episode and said <laughs> I, I wasn't thinking about paying tax on my crypto. I'll have him know that I'm holding long term and have never sold crypto. Um, but, you know, there are definitely uh, people out there that might think that, the ATO won't know if they own crypto. You know, it's it's in the name. It's it's encrypted. It's uh, it's hard to track. Uh, what message would you have for people who aren't thinking about reporting cryptocurrency gains in their uh, FY twenty one tax returns? Look, Renault, what I'd say is this: you know, this isn't a game of hide and seek. You know, so you know, while it appears that cryptocurrency operates in an anonymous digital world. We really closely track it and how it interacts with the real world. Well, so, you know, we'll get data from banks, financial institutions, and the cryptocurrency exchanges, and we follow that money tra- trail back to taxpayers. So we've got a data matching program with a number of cryptocurrency exchanges, which we've extended. Um, we've had it for a couple of years, actually, and we've extended the 22-23 financial year. And using that data matching protocol, we've got, like, we collect information on cryptocurrency accounts, transaction information um, from all the various cryptocurrency exchanges. So this year, um, 
we've written to 100,000 taxpayers to remind them of their tax obligations this tax time. So we might have written to one of you blokes. Um, <laughs> but also, um, we, when you do lodge your tax return through my, my tax or you know using a registered tax agent, um, 550,000 people would have re- received pop-up messages just to remind them in real time that they've got to put in um, uh, their cryptocurrency gains and losses, if whichever they've got uh, in their tax return. So we're, we're interested in both the gains and losses as well, not just the not just the gains. Well, Tim, I think Bryce is breathing a sigh of relief because he thought he got a personalised letter from the ATO. <laughs> no, 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 that is not true. I am one of the lucky 100,000 who did receive a broad statement letter saying that uh, <laughs> I have been trading crypto and to check if I've had any gains or losses. But, um, yeah, I think it's unavoidable to try and um, get around this. And uh, and as we say on the show many times as well, you know, you, you paying tax is actually a good thing at the end of the day because you're making cash. So That's exactly um, right, Bryce. Right, and, and the other thing that people forget is, you know, it pays for, you know, government services like your schools and hospitals. So, you know, sometimes people forget to make that connection. But, you know, you, without tax, you don't get those kind of things. But the one other point I wanted to raise just with, with you guys was just around, um, you know, why we were, have these data matching protocols. Obviously, there's, a, there's, a, there's an element of making sure that people who aren't doing the right thing we catch. But also there's an, uh, the other element is, is really trying to make uh, educate people around their cryptocurrency obligations. So obviously coming on, on, on the, onto your wonderful podcast is, is a great opportunity to talk about crypto. But also we've got some you know fact sheets that we've produced and we've got heaps of information on our website that um, your listeners can check out as well. Nice. If you're interested, head over to uh, the ATO website and uh, check it out. <laughs> so let's move on, Tim, because um, while we've got you here, we'd love to also just chat more broadly about tax and uh, tax time can be quite confusing for uh, a lot of people, although granted the the new, I guess, way of doing things through the government um, portal now makes things very easy. Um, so we'd love to pick your brain about the common tax mistakes that investors can make and often do just so that we can avoid them ourselves. So what are some mistakes that we should be mindful of? Yeah, look, look, there's there's a number of mistakes. Like the biggest one really um, is around record keeping. I think that's the thing that we find people make a lot of mistakes and that, that, that applies to, you know, things that you're doing in relation to investments, but also just, you know, if you're claiming kind of work-related expenses and the like, it's really important to have records, so receipts and the like. But when it comes to investments, uh, I think what we see a lot of people doing is that they don't have those records, so they can't track, for example, their carry-forward losses, which makes it difficult for them to offset against you know future capital gains. Um, make, uh, yeah, incorrectly calculating their capital gains because you know the cost base they haven't got the right cost base that they've used. So, uh, my advice to people would be just making sure that they've really you know they've really got those records in place, and you know some great crypto accounting software out there that people can use. Uh, in terms of other issues that we see people uh, making a mistake in relation to that crypto space is is just in relation to um, um, trading versus investment. I think a lot of people think they're they're trading when when really they're just investors. So that's something that um, people should really consider um, thoroughly. You can you obviously speak to a registered tax agent um, if you if you're not sure. Um, about whether you're an investor or a trader, and that obviously plays out in terms of some of the tax issues that that come out of that as well. So, Tim, if uh, crypto is the number one uh, topic in the equity mates community when it comes to tax, I would have to say number two is around deductions. There's a there's a lot of confusion around what's deductible, what's not in, uh, deductible. 
especially as uh, retail investors, you know, most of our community have nine to five jobs and are investing on the side. And so there's a lot of confusion about uh, what counts as an expense. So let's go through some common areas that we get questions about. Let's start with one uh, that has a pretty simple answer, uh, brokerage, deductible or not deductible? Yeah, it's deductible, but in in, in a sense, it's part of it forms part of the cost base. So when you when you, you when you sell or swap exchange the the crypto, yeah, you can claim a deduction, but it's through the cost base rather than um, a, a, an outright deduction under the typical you know, tax provisions. So then, Tim, what about um, interest on margin loans? Yeah, look, that's a really it's a it's a tricky question, right? So, like, if you're using a, like a hold and hold hold strategy with your crypto, um, you, you probably can't claim a deduction for the interest because you're not actually earning what I would say income. Because what you're trying to what you're getting is a gain, a capital gain from the the the, 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 the divestment of the the cryptocurrency. Now, if you're say, for example, staking the crypto and earning, you know, staking rewards, that's a little bit of a different story. So you are deriving income from that, and so they, you know, if you are incurring interest on a margin loan to acquire that um, crypto, you can get a deduction uh, for that. What about if it was for stocks? Uh, how do you mean, uh, Bryce? Like if we were to take a margin loan for a share portfolio. Yeah, so for a share portfolio, again, it's one of those things uh, in, in a typical share portfolio, if you're investing in some blue chip stocks, you're probably earning some dividends out of that. Um, so you, in that case, again, you're earning income in, the, in a tax sense, and so you can claim a, a deduction for the interest on your margin loans. Similarly with ETFs, again, if you ETFs, you're deriving dividends and interest income from the ETFs, again, you can claim a deduction for that interest. Just another reason for Australians to love dividend-paying stocks. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, Tim, I reckon this is a, uh, a one that we get a lot of questions over, and I actually don't know the answer to this one. Um, what about information and news, news sources? So let's say uh, I, as a retail investor, subscribe to the financial review. Is that a cost that's deductible? Yeah, another you know, it's, it's it's hard to kind of give you a black and white answer there, Ren. Like, um, it really depends. So, if you're actively managing your investment, absolutely, you can claim the, the AFR. You probably can't claim the Sydney Morning Herald at, at any time. But, <laughs> um, um, but yeah, with the AFR, you can. But if you're like, say, you're passively investing, you you, you probably can't do that because you're you're just not actively investing in the asset. Something that I also wanted to mention was just in relation to, you know, financial advisor fees as well. You know, so if you are incurring financial advisor fees in terms of maintaining your portfolio, whether it's got crypto, shares or ETFs, you can claim a deduction for that, but you can't claim for the deduction for setting the thing up. Yeah, right. And then as you mentioned, Tim, keeping track of records and, and uh, you know, cost base and that sort of stuff is very important when it comes to you know, tax time. So what about claiming those sorts of costs when it comes to platforms like ShareSite that track your portfolio or subscriptions to um, other platforms that help in that space or even fees that you might attract through brokerage accounts? Yeah, so for all those types of costs, Bryce, um, similar to, you know, brokerage fees, you know, those platform costs and those um, costs associated with, you know, transferring from the, you know, the into the wallets, they typically, you know, go to your cost base. So you can claim a deduction when you when you do the, you know, disposal, whether it's, you know, the sell swap or exchange of the, the crypto. So, um, yeah, you can claim a deduction, but it's a bit different to, your, you know, the interest deductions. 
Well, Tim, we want to say a massive thank you for joining us today. I think um, I'm sure there'll be more questions that come out of this, as they always do. And uh, as we always say on the podcast here, don't take financial advice from a podcast, get professional advice. And I think we can twist that here. Don't take tax advice from a podcast. If you're unsure, speak to a professional. I guess as a final question, if uh, people in the equity mates community have decided that they want to get professional help to prepare their tax this year. You know, they're uncertain about their crypto or anything else. Uh, do you have any advice for people in terms of finding a good tax professional? Yeah. So like, I, th- I think the key thing to remember here is, um, well, firstly, I would check the ATO, advi- uh, ATO website first just to get a bit of an understanding of what, what you're looking at. I think that's always good to be knowledgeable. We don't have to do it the tax return yourself. But if you are looking for a registered tax agent, um, the Tax Practitioners Board website has a list of all the registered tax agents uh, in terms of uh, who's registered as a tax agent uh, and making sure that you use a registered tax agent and not someone who isn't registered. Um, but, yeah, I would, I would, my first advice would be, yeah, check out our website, get some, get some background information as to what you're getting into and what the tax, potential tax outcomes are, and then you've got, you're informed when you go to a registered tax agent. Nice. Well, thank you, Tim. We've now got a direct line into the ATO. So should our community have any more questions, we're going to send them straight through to you. <laughs> <laughs> and you can uh, you can take them because as Alex said, we this time of year always getting um, swamped with tax related questions. So hopefully this has been able to certainly shine a light on how to treat crypto at a high level. But as Alec and, and you also alluded to, Tim, make sure you speak to a professional for your certain circumstances. But as always, great to uh, have you on and uh, we appreciate your time. No, thanks, Bryce. Thanks, Ren. Uh, take care of yourselves. Thanks, Tim. Equity Mates Investing Podcast is a product of Equity Mates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal or tax advice. The hosts of Equity Mates Investing Podcast are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equity Mates website where you can find ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Mates Media and the hosts of Equity Mates Investing Podcast acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. 